pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry, with overpriced, underperforming products, and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great, too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. Seven six five four three two one. Hey guys, this is Liz Cambage. This is Nikki Collins. What up guys, this is Sarkis. Hey, this is Imani Lee Stafford. Hey, this is Jordan Canada. This is Asia Wilson. Welcome to the WNBA Nation. The Chicago Bulls welcome back Michael Jordan. Let's go Bulls. Welcome back to WNBA Nation, everybody. There's a little OG, (laughs) a little bit of OG Space Jam for you. We were um, in between episodes here. We're recording these all in one night. Uh, But um, in between episodes, we were discussing um, just WNBA. Uh, movie ideas. And so we got onto Space Jam and all of that. But that is beside the point. I have great news. Just like last episode, you get all four hosts again, which does not happen very frequently. (laughs) So I've got with me, uh, Steve and Logan and Jason all together with me. Uh, I'm Kyle Haywood and we are excited to continue talking about March Madness. We last episode, if you haven't had a chance to listen to it, go back, check it out. We break down how we feel about the top seeds, who we think was an underrated seed. Um, you know, what regions we think were the easiest or hardest to get through. So if you're interested in all that, go check that out. We just released that, uh, just recently. That was our, our, our episode that just came out before this one. So go back and check that out. But this episode is the four of us are going to take an opportunity to give you all the advice that we can possibly come up with on how to win your bracket pool, which means don't listen to any of this. Okay. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. Disregard anything that we give you for this episode, because more than likely we're going to end up in the bottom half of our listener uh, ESPN pool. Yeah, if, if, so, if there's a, if there's a sound piece of advice that we can give, it's that if we definitively say something, you can put money on the other side of whatever we definitively say. Like yeah. if, if we're like, there is no chance <laughs> that somebody is, you know, there's no chance that USF is losing to Marquette that it's going to happen. So anything we say with confidence, <laughs> you can reliably go against. That's the best advice I could give. Yeah. I know there's at least Love, a handful just of UConn clear. fans out there. Who are listening, just waiting to be like, I hope he didn't take us. I, I hope Logan didn't take us. <laughs> Logan successfully reverse jinxed the Chicago Sky into a WNBA yes, title, I did. so <laughs> it's, it's it's real. 
All right, uh, Steve. Yes. Where uh, just to be clear, uh, you should everybody... still listen to oh, yeah, us. <laughs> yes, we I still should, really still listen to us. We still oh, yeah, do know a lot. We're still listen to the show because it's because the thing is it's it's still impressive. You know, it's like <laughs> you know, can't believe I ate the whole uh, thing. You know, <laughs> you want to know where people Steve. can find us? Is that the question, Kyle? Yeah, yeah. Where can people find us? Let's make this one quick again. Head over to WNBANation.com. AOL keyword dub nation. Um, not dub nation. That's, that's probably the warriors, but never mind. WNBANation.com. <laughs> that'll connect you to our socials, our merch page, uh, many of our different ventures, some of our blog pieces connected to where you can listen to the show. A little bit of everything, a little bit of everywhere. Uh, some really good stuff going on there. Um, we're probably going to do yet another plug for our bracket uh, community on ESPN, uh, but we'll probably have some connection there too. But head over to WMANation.com uh, and get connected with us however you like to. So we'll, we'll see you there. Uh, Nickelodeon Magazine, please. <laughs> Excellent. I think I've already done that bit, but yeah. Well, are we ready to um, put on the line what our brackets look like? I'm terrified right now. I've, no, I, I've, never, I've never been more confident. <laughs> no, I, I'm way off. I am, I am beyond nervous because uh, I've got a couple of you know a, a couple good upsets as I'm sure all of us do, and I'm so confident that the upsets I'm picking are going to really really tick off some fan bases that are going to come at me in the Twitter uh, world and everywhere else. When that team that I had getting upset ends up making the final four. Um, so with that in mind, let's actually hop in and start to go through, uh, our individual brackets and talk about them piece by piece. Now I'm curious what you guys think. Should we go region by region and break this up or do we want to go big overall things first and then go in, into the region by region? What do you say? I think it's uh, I think it's fine to go region by region. Let's let's imagine someone is putting their bracket together and they're listening to the show and they're like, "Help me out, guys!" I think I think we Deal. can start somewhere and, and first of all, you can just I fill like South that. Carolina in as far as you want. But after that, <laughs> then you can start listening to, to us go region by region. Fill them, in, fill them into the middle of the page, and just for fun, just keep just keep filling them <laughs> into the bottom of the. <laughs> We just want let's, to see how far let's talk. <laughs> let's talk that Greenville one region. South Carolina looks as good as any team has looked in the last, you know, probably nearly decade. Nearly, you know, probably going back to some of those uh those Bree Stewart Yukon teams. Um this South Carolina team undefeated coming in uh to March Madness and really hasn't been given much of a scare. In any of these games, um, they've beaten like the very top dogs, such as Stanford and LSU. They've beaten them can very convincingly. All right. So let's talk about some of these other top seeds. We, you know, we, we've got South Carolina, obviously, but of your one, two, three, and four seeds. So that's going to be South Carolina, number two, Maryland, number three, Notre Dame, and number four, UCLA. Who do you have making the earliest exit of those, uh, of those four teams? In this region, uh, Steve, I'm curious where you go with this. It's actually a tie. 
Um, a tie. And that's, that's crazy because that requires two teams losing at home, which is not normal. But one is obviously one I think is one that it, I think most people would probably say, which is Notre Dame. Whatever yeah. the situation is with Olivia Miles, if they're with that Olivia Miles and with Adair Mabry, it just feels like, uh, however they match up, I have them matching up against Creighton in the second round. I don't see it going much farther than that. However, Portland Pilots, baby. I've also got UCLA out in the second round. Ooh. Okay. And okay. I've got, I've got the Pilots to the Sweet 16. So you've got the Pilots yes. beating Oklahoma yes. and UCLA. Maybe- Am I putting too much stock in that WCC title win over Gonzaga? Yes. Is it possibly because it might be my favorite logo in all of college basketball? Also, yes. But I just, I'm ready to have some fun with my Portland Pilots. And I know Logan's at least tickled that I'm choosing a Portland team. This is why I Um, love this show. Yeah. I didn't think anyone was going to pick the Pilots. That makes me so happy. (laughs) Yeah. And you maybe shouldn't. But I didn't. But I'm glad UCLA is <laughs> UCLA is very, very good. Oklahoma is also very good. Um, but I think Portland has. They're probably one of my more sizable upsets in the first round. And I just kind of went. There's always one sneakified Sweet Sixteen team, and I thought, what the hell? Why not let it be the Pilots? So <laughs> I like it. At least to make it interesting. Hey, if I'm right, so you cool. Got, and if I'm not. So- yeah. So you have UCLA and Notre Dame both winning their first game. Is that correct? And then losing yes. in the second round? Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. I'm curious if you have Notre Dame losing yeah, to Creighton I think Notre Dame or that Illinois Mississippi State. Group. I just, I, I, what's that? Right. Uh, do you have them losing to Illinois or Mississippi State or Creighton? I'm curious. I have them going down to Creighton. Gotcha. Yeah. I think Creighton has. I'll put it this way. I, I also considered Creighton over Maryland, but I didn't do that. All right. I'm not that nuts. <laughs> this region this region was like, we kind of know how it's going to end up, baby. So let's try to have a little fun. And I almost had too much fun. I like it. I may have already had too much fun. <laughs> well, uh, let's let's compare that to what Jason's got in his bracket. Jason, what do you what's going on with your top four seeds in this bracket? To give us your story. Yeah, so I my first out is Notre Dame. Um, I have the exact same thing to that point that Steve does. I've got Creighton over Notre Dame. Um, I have one, two, and four all making it to the Sweet Sixteen. Uh, South Carolina advancing past UCLA, uh, and I actually had too much fun. I have Creighton going past Maryland to meet South Carolina in the lead eight. So. Um, that's the story Good of my for top. You, <laughs> I, uh, you know, it, <laughs> I it, love it. Yeah, I, I, I wanted to have some fun with it, and I remember oh. what Creighton did to Iowa and Iowa State last year. Uh, Creighton, Creighton ha- has warms the, my cold heart. Creighton has the horses to to put some <laughs> some stuff down. So, um, I have them going to the Elite Eight. Uh, it's an attempt for me to have more fun and and just be a little bit loose with my bracket this year. So we'll see how that goes. But uh, I yeah, that's that's my just... top four. For that region, this is Jason, this I is kiss you on the cheek. Incredible, I love it. This is incredible, Logan. I Logan love it. I, I want to compare what you've got with these these well, other two. We, we should have let off with me because I'm probably the most boring. We should have ended with Jason. Um, no, this is good. I, I, th- I think I think we could. I also I love have this. Creighton beating Notre Dame. Um, 
honestly, I think even with the injuries, Notre Dame is probably a good enough team to get to the Sweet 16, but they just haven't been playing well on top of that. So um, I like Creighton. They were the darling last year. Uh, Notre Dame is is really the only one of those one, two, three, four that I have falling uh, before the Sweet 16. I have South Carolina over UCLA, and I have Maryland over Creighton to make the Elite Eight. Hmm. This... <laughs> this is this is interesting. I think all four of us went chalk with Creighton over Notre Dame. I've got Creighton to the Sweet 16 as well over Notre Dame, which I don't think is a huge surprise, and I, I think it makes sense as to why. And that'll be a pretty um, trendy because, selection. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree with that. Um, so, Steve, you, I, I love you. I love your suggestion with kind of how we went, where we went with this, because I also have a tie with where my top four seeds are exiting. And that's because I have three oh, of them exiting in the Uh-oh. same round. <laughs> yes. Damn it all. <laughs> so when you said that, I went, all right, here we, here we go. So have I actually have, if you have Marquette coming out of this region. I'm <laughs> you have- I, have Oklahoma- <laughs> I have Oklahoma advancing past UCLA. I have Creighton over Notre Dame, and I've got Arizona over Maryland. I was going to ask if anybody had Arizona. Yeah, I think Arizona could play uh, could play spoiler big time here. They played in a really tough Pac-12, as we all saw from the Pac-12 tournament. And if you've watched Pac-12 basketball, Arizona is is a solid team. Uh, they've beat some really good teams this year. Um, and I think that they are uh, a little bit underseeded for where their talent is. I think they're probably correctly seated for where their record is, but I actually believe that they are going to outperform um, their seed here. And Maryland, as good as they have been at times, has also really, you know, struggled in, in certain games as well. And they've disappeared for large stretches. So that was an upset pick that I had. So my, fi- my sweet 16 in this region are South Carolina. Oklahoma, Creighton, and Arizona. Um, so that's where I ended up. That's where I ended up with that. I like that we all have a vastly different setup there. Yeah. Yeah. And I have even better news for Wildcats fans. Uh, I have Arizona losing in the first round. So, (laughs) (laughs) so when that happens, Kyle's brackets shot. So, all right. (laughs) Love it. I love that all Um, of us were just like, I did a weird thing. And it was <laughs> my, my weird potentially things the most are, predictable are just going to get weirder. <laughs> I, I do continue Arizona into the Elite Eight against South Carolina over Creighton as well. So I've got a deep Arizona run right now. Um, I am, I am curious, um, of the, uh, of, of what we've got right now, who is, is, is Steve's number 12 Portland? Um, the Cinderella of the four of us from this region. Does anybody else have like a, a double digit seed doing anything? Yeah. No, my. Okay. I don't. Yeah. No, my, I have my only double digits actually in line with Logan is West Virginia coming out of the first round, but that's it. Gotcha. Okay. Well, <laughs> the, the, that Arizona West Virginia game is going to be watched with heavy anticipation Ooh. between us. <laughs> It's fun to learn who I'm rooting against a couple nights before the game starts. (laughs) This is great. All right. I love it, too, too because I'm the one with the crazy pick, but it's not really hurting anyone else's chances. It's just like pilots. Let's just see. 
I'm down with pilots. That's yeah. I, I, at worst, it's a it's a two round hit for me, which isn't that big. So I, yeah, I and I'd be fun. super stoked to see them continue their awesome run that they've had. So um, I am curious: did any of us take anyone but South Carolina out of this region into the final I didn't four? Even question it. No, nope. I didn't have that much fun. No, me either. No, I was, I was gonna say. Uh, they, they went very quickly to my final four. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was a, it was a very instant deal. Um, now it will be really intriguing to see if they get pushed in this region. If, if there's a team that can really cause some concern, um, even potentially in that second or third round would be really interesting to see, um, if they're, if they're even given a scare, um, early on in this tournament. Mm-hmm. So, um, I will say this. If you are a betting type of person, take the under on that South Carolina Norfolk State game. Um, Norfolk State is the number one team in the country for defensive uh, points per game. South Carolina is number four in the country. So I'm probably not a lot of buckets uh, being scored, at least from Norfolk State. I do think South Carolina is probably going to be able to put up more points than... uh, I don't even know what re- what conference Norfolk State's in, but South Carolina's probably putting uh, more points up there. Um, but once South Carolina gets the lead, I, I don't see them uh, necessarily needing to to push the issue. So um might be worth taking the under on that game. Um, any other thoughts on the Greenville one region? No. Uh, okay. Uh, Ooh, Jason, yeah, I, I was just going to say, uh, now that we have all picked Notre Dame to go down in the second round, uh, we don't give betting advice on the show necessarily and, and don't hold us accountable for this, but th- that, like I said, when we're confident, I'd put money on the other side of that. Sorry. Fans. <laughs> um, let's head over to Greenville too. And yes. um, this is where we've got Indiana as your number one seed. Number two seed is Utah who has had a very strong season and, and kind of a, a somewhat surprising season to pretty much uh, most people outside of the Utah locker room. Number three, LSU, who has only dropped two games to very good teams, uh, one being South Carolina and the other being Tennessee. And your number four seed is Villanova, um, or as I like to call in, they're not the Wildcats, the Villanova uh Maddie Seacrest show Um, because she is absolutely phenomenal. She's as electric a player as anybody in the country. Maybe Caitlin Clark withstanding. Um, So those are your four seeds here in the Greenville two region. Um, I know we started with Steve last time, so let's go to Jason this time. What do you have for your four seeds uh, and the story? What's the story surrounding these these teams in this region? Um, so my first out is actually in the second round. It's Villanova falling to Washington State. I have Washington State moving on. Okay. Um, I have uh, one, two, and three all making it to the uh, what would that be? The Sweet Sixteen. I have. Sweet 16. Yeah, I have Chalk 1 and 2 into the Elite 8. Uh, so, yeah, Iowa-Utah. So, I guess LSU's the next one to fall to Utah. And then, yeah, you've got that. I um I, I won't spoil that one yet because that's my pick to go to the Final Four. But um, that's kind of where I have them falling at different points. I think Washington State uh, came out really good in that tournament. And I'm giving them some weight for that. Uh, so, I kind of see them pushing through for that. Uh, and I have Utah pushing through because I'm a homer. And I've been a Utah fan my whole life. So, uh, go Utes. All right. 
Um, Logan, I'm curious, <laughs> who do you have as your earliest exit out of oh, these boy. top four seeds? Um, I hate this region, first of all. So I'll just get that way. <laughs> okay. out of the way. Uh, I have Villanova losing in the second round, but not to Washington State. Oh, oh no. I have Florida Gulf Coast going to the Sweet 16. So, uh, because uh, you have to have okay. a double-digit seed getting through. Yeah. And I was looking through my bracket, and I was just like, look, if someone's going to, you have to pick someone. The reason I said I hate this region is I really like Villanova, and I think Washington State is not just flash in the pan, Pac-12 good. I think they're actually legit good. And then the other side of this uh, region is really chalk for me, and it really shouldn't be. Um, I have a lot of doubts about Utah all of a sudden after liking them most of the year. And I have major on-record doubts about Michigan and LSU, but I couldn't bring myself to have Michigan knocking LSU out because I don't trust either of those teams. And Angel Reese is really good. So uh, I have the one and the two and the three all in the Sweet 16 and then Florida Gulf Coast at number 12. <laughs> oh, nice. Uh, that's that's fun. That uh, stupid I like that. LSU Michigan game is so <laughs> stupid. <laughs> Uh, I, I'm going to boring it up here since uh, I'm really just going to go and let everybody know my sweet 16 is chalk. I got one, two, three, mm-hmm. four. So somewhat boring, I guess you could say a little bit there. Um, but Steve, uh, where I'm curious where you went with your top four seats here. I'm the same. Um, I've got one, two, three, four. As far as that goes, it does get a little bit interesting. Um, you, um, Logan brought up stupid Michigan. Um, I've got UNLV beating Michigan. Got a boy. Um, and then so I've got a couple interesting pieces as far as that's considered. I do have Villanova over Washington State. I think Seagrest is good enough to get to the final four, or to the final four. Holy, <laughs> um, to the Sweet Sixteen. I'm not taking Villanova to the final four. Um, sorry, that was a lot. Uh, but I think she's good enough to get to the Sweet Sixteen. <laughs> only just. As far as that goes, um, though Cleveland State's an interesting opponent. I'm not picking them. Thirty and four Cleveland State Vikings is an interesting opponent. That might be an interesting matchup. Um, they were a fun watch during conference tournament for sure. I I enjoyed I enjoyed that conference tournament. Yeah, very very Um, good. That's good. Um, That's a good call. But probably the biggest upset that I have outside of that is I mean just I've got LSU over Utah. Um, mm. and yeah, I'll have more takes on this as we go. Nice. Um, so I'm curious, it seems like we, we didn't pl- like super mess around with, with this one in general as, as hosts. So I'm curious who, uh, what are the double digit seeds that y'all have advancing out of the first round? Uh, so, uh, like for example, for me, like I actually have three <laughs> double digit seeds, which is probably really stupid. No, I like it. But, but I have Princeton over NC State, uh, to advance to play Utah. I've got UNLV taking on Michigan. As Logan loves to say, don't trust Michigan. But also don't um, trust the Mountain. But West. also don't trust UNLV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I think UNLV is a, is a good team. I think that, uh, even though they come from a conference that, uh, hasn't had a lot of ba- women's basketball prowess lately, this is this is a no, pretty they, legit UNLV team. I think I think they're better they're, than uh, than anyone has 
has been that's come out of the Mountain they're West. They're thirty-one in a long time. and two. They went undefeated in conference, admittedly a weak conference, and their coach is a former Stanford assistant. So there's yeah, some. This is a good there. squad. This is a good squad. So I've got UNLV being uh, Michigan and also uh, Florida Gulf Coast over Washington State. I'm curious yeah. other double digit seeds that you guys have uh, coming out of this. Uh, Steve, UNL- what did did you have any? UNLV is really my main one. I think a lot of it comes down to the fact that I don't think they should be an 11 seed. Um, mm-hmm. They probably should be, but higher, and so that probably plays a role in that. Um, but that's it. Like I, but I, this was the one that might have my brain tickled at lo- more double digit seeds as almost any other region. There were a lot of cases where, like Cleveland State, I took a second and thought about Princeton. I definitely took some time and thought about FGCU. I certainly considered. I never for a second thought of Gardner Webb. Um but like <laughs> It's fun to like, say though. <laughs> I don't know if Hawaii it's just cuz it's Hawaii. I mean they're 18 and 14, but just cuz it's Hawaii there's something about like maybe, I don't know. Um but yeah. They are back-to-back of- conference champs. This is they're yeah. two-time conference champs and they have the yeah. dopest preseason <laughs> picture of any Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Their promo Pretty photos phenomenal. go hard. <laughs> and like uh like I said in our pre-record, you just never know if Monmouth or Tennessee Tech come out of the depths of <laughs> and just cause yeah, chaos. We, I was going to mention we haven't really talked about Indiana a lot because I'm assuming we all have them at least to the Elite Eight. I am in love with Indiana. I have them going through the Final Four. Um, but I don't. Okay. Did anybody even consider taking them out before the Elite Eight? No, not before no. the Elite Eight. Yeah. Sorry, I Indiana. Think right. The ride to the, the, ride to the Elite Eight's pretty easy for them. Yeah. Like I, yeah, I, I, I think that Oklahoma State and Miami are a little. If I was to pick an eight-nine matchup from any of these regions, it's that one. I'd want to play one of those two teams as opposed to the other mm-hmm. six teams in those seeds. So that's how I felt about. I felt like Indiana had a good, like an automatic run to the Sweet Sixteen. Yeah. So sorry, twelve Miami. <laughs> 19 and 12 Miami ranked higher than 31 and 2 UNLV. It's just some yeah. of those mm. things. Yeah, I know. I to, forget it. To yeah. go back to the original question, uh, my only double digit coming out is Princeton. Uh, though I, I stewed for a long time over Florida Gulf Coast. Um, I'm just buying into the Washington State hype after the Pac 12 tourney. That, that's really what did it for me, but I really wanted to go with Florida Gulf Coast. All right. The Gulf Coast train leaves on Thursday, so there's time to buy a ticket, Jason. <laughs> All right. Uh, I am curious. Let's, let's go ahead and give our, our predictions. Who do you have as your final two from this region? And then who do you have going to the final four? Um, uh, who do, I don't know. I don't know what order we're in. Jason, let's have you. Say uh, so it. what you want to do? Yeah. So my elite eight matchup <laughs> is Indiana versus Utah. And, uh, it'll be heartbreaking for me, but I've got Indiana taking it to the final four. Oh, I thought okay. you had Utah for sure. I was, oh man, I, I, <laughs> you had, you I know, was, this was your chance. I, I did for a little while. I had Utah, and then I just looked at You're it. You're going to be like, kicking yourself. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, Jason. The Final Four is in I, I, Dallas, where you live. I am aware, and, <laughs> and, you're and gonna I will be so happy. Utah your going. team in your city. <laughs> I like that we just started right, calling right. him immediately. <laughs> We're like Jason, you moron! How dare you make a pick? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh I'll go ahead and, and share mine. Uh it's it's really similar to Jason's, but I've got Indiana over LSU. Um I I've got LSU beating Utah and then Indiana over LSU to advance to the final four. Um uh Steve, who you got? 
I have LSU over Indiana, and it pains me Ooh. to say that because um, if a if a chunk of asbestos and drywall or a ploof <laughs> of leaded gas in the 1970s air were a person, it would be Kim Mulkey. Um, <laughs> but but I. I How believe you really what they're feel? putting. I I just think the runs there. I see LSU over Indiana. And, and by the way, I think the LSU Indiana matchup might be the matchup of the whole tournament. I think that game might be the it, if that goes. If we we end up with those teams, I expect that to potentially be the the NC State UConn of this tournament. Mm. Logan. Uh, I like where Steve's going with that. Uh, I was about to say something similar about Indiana over Utah in a game that I expect to be either a one-bucket game or an overtime game or a buzzer-beater game. One way or another, I think these two teams are going to be really fun to watch if they end up clashing. But I have the Hoosiers. Uh, I've been in love with them for a long time. I know they're a very trendy pick, which makes it extremely dangerous, but I'm going to stay on that train. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so so far, all four of us have South Carolina in the final four. Three of us have Indiana in the final four, and one of us has LSU. So Gosh, that all hurts right. to say out loud. I really didn't want to go with <laughs> I was that that felt like I was calling Steve out. I I was more so saying, man, the rest of us are really boring. <laughs> <laughs> this is good. Let's go ahead and uh, take a quick break. We're halfway through our bracket here. We just want to give a, a quick invitation to each and every one of you who wants to join our listener bracket challenge. If you head to ESPN Women's Tournament Challenge, you can join our group. It's WNBA Nation. Um, that is not one word. There is a space between those two words. Uh, the numbers there are 7665729. You will only be allowed to have one bracket in our bracket challenge group. Um, but, uh, we hope to, we had a lot of fun with this last year. Um, we're hoping to do maybe some merch giveaways to, to some top people here. So, um, really looking forward to, it. I know we were already getting some DMs on Twitter about, you know, what do we do with, um, you know, what do we do as we, as we're coming in, they're like, are you re-upping this? Are you re-upping your, your fantasy uh, WNBA league and everything like that? Yes, we will be doing both of those things. So go ahead and join us. The group is active right now. You can also find the link on our Twitter, uh, which is uh, so, so, you know, head into our, onto our Twitter at WNBA nation pod. You can find the link there or which would probably be easier for you. Go ahead and check the show notes. We will also link the group into our show notes of this episode down below. Um, so go ahead and join us. We're excited to have you. Pro teams have millions to spend and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great, too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover, for just three bucks at harrys.com slash blue wire. 
and Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. Can we talk Seattle four? Yes. Or let's go bottom, let's go bottom left instead of Seattle three. Is that, are we cool with yep. that? It's titled yeah. Seattle four, but I like, I like going bottom left and then bottom right. It just, I don't know it why it is, by the way. Better. I guess, yeah. I guess technically when you do quadrants, it's that order, but. Yeah, you got to go one, two, three, four. So Stanford would be the the fourth of the number one seeds. So they were the quote unquote lowest of the number one seeds. So they would match up with South Carolina in the final four if they advance. So I guess that makes sense. But for the sake of our brains, we're gonna go bottom left here. Stan- um, Stanford fans, Stanford fans, you heard it here first. Kyle called you the lowest. <laughs> Steve's trying to get me canceled so fast. <laughs> Dude, I, I, have, love I, have, I have LSU fans with, with pitchforks and tiki torches going to my house right now. So don't even worry. So and let's talk them. top seeds. <laughs> let's talk top seeds in this, uh, in this region. We've got number one, Stanford, number two, Iowa, number three, Duke, and number four, Texas. Um, so that's, that's where we've got right there. I am curious. Logan, let's start with you uh, with this. We've got number one, Stanford, number two, Iowa, number three, Duke, and number four, Texas. Of those top four seeds, Logan, who do you have making the earliest exit in this region? Uh, I'm glad you asked me that question, Kyle, because this is Logan's saucy region. <laughs> oh. uh, it is Bring on the sauce. It is a three-way tie for who I've got dropping out first in this region of the top four seeds. Oh, and I've got really? three of them out before the sweet 16. Ooh. <laughs> what? I have Duke losing a defensive showdown to Colorado. That's going to be a really low scoring, but really tense game. I have Louisville overtaking Texas, who I just haven't believed in all year. And I have Gonzaga knocking out Stanford oh. at the top of the <laughs> Seattle four region. If you don't oh. have Caitlin Clark on your team, and you're a number like one through four seed in this region. It's it's gonna be messy uh, if, if my bracket comes to pass. <laughs> I I know you're out there going. Do you love Gonzaga and Louisville? Is that why you're doing this? And the answer is no. Um, I don't particularly like Louisville this year, and I actually have a seething hatred of Gonzaga in general. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, I really think there is going to be some shock and some chaos in the women's bracket this year, unlike what we've seen in years past. Uh, and this is where I decide to kind of, I, I think this is going to be the region that etches the narrative of this year for the record. I also toyed around with Iowa losing just because I don't think they're a fully complete team, but Caitlin Clark has just showed up in so many big moments this year. It's just, it's hard to see them losing that early. So uh, I have number nine seed Gonzaga getting past Ole Miss and Stanford. I have Louisville getting through Texas and then beating Gonzaga, who I think is going to be just virtually hung over from the effort it's going to take to beat Stanford. Uh, And then I'm going to have Iowa beating Colorado. So my elite eight, uh, my my final two teams from this region are Iowa-Louisville. Interesting. I'm glad you went first on this one. That is some sauce So you're welcome, Stanford fans. (laughs) I, uh, I, I'll go ahead and add mine here. I've got, um, 
my my earliest exit is Texas, and Logan kind of hit the nail on the head there. I have been very, um, I've been cool on Texas pretty much all season. Um, I think that they were a little inflated preseason, and I think that that kind of continued on through the season that a lot of people were going off kind of where they were preseason. I don't, I don't particularly love where they're at this, this year. I think that four is a little high of a seat. I probably would have dropped them to a five or a six. That's just me. Um, so I've got Louisville beating Texas, but, uh, other than that, my one, two and three seeds are all making the sweet 16. I've got Stanford playing Louisville and Iowa playing Duke, um, in this region. Steve. Let's go to you. Uh, what are you doing with your top four seats here and who's leaving early? You have no idea how badly, how badly I want to take East Carolina over Texas. You have no idea. <laughs> I have stared at that matchup for hours. I want so badly. I love East Carolina. But I can't get over that game being in Austin. I don't mm. anticipate them losing that first round game in Austin, which may be hypocritical when Texas loses to Louisville in Austin in the next round. But it just, I couldn't get over that. It was really hard for me to be like, I take him. So I was close. That was, that was, I was close to that being my idiot pick of the entire bracket because I really, really like East Carolina. But uh, I've got Texas out in the second round. I've got Middle Tennessee over Duke in the second round. Um, Middle Tennessee is kind of a, okay. a sweet pick for me to the Sweet 16, um, which kind of rides things pretty I think pretty that, that could be a good pick. For, yeah, I think that helps in that case. But um, I also have Gonzaga. I nearly took Ole Miss, which is funny. That Ole Miss-Gonzaga game could be a lot of fun. I think that'll be a yeah. really fun matchup. Yeah. But, um, dang, they, I I certainly didn't take either of them over Stanford, but I also don't think Stanford is it, it, it by any means impenetrable. All right, so. um, Jason, I am curious based on every. I mean, we went. I went pretty boring. Logan went pretty wild. <laughs> um, where where are you finding a balance here? What's uh? What are you doing with your top four seeds, Jason? Uh, I I feel like my uh my bracket is is what Steve kind of wants his bracket to be uh, with some of our picks because I actually have Texas falling in the first round to East Carolina, the Pirates. Oh, so that's that's my oh, first out. Please, <laughs> that's my first out is, uh, Pirates, is East baby. Carolina. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think they're a good team. That I would think be awesome. uh, they're a little bit unproven, but um some. There's always something that happens in that first round, and that's that's kind of what I've got going on there. Uh, I also have, I, I believe Logan and maybe Kyle had this as well, but I have Duke going down to Colorado in the second round as well, uh, and I have Iowa and Stanford both making it to the 16. But uh, yeah, so I have both. I, I have Texas out in the first round and Duke out in the second. Gotcha. Um that's this is good. Uh, I'm curious. Any double digit seeds? Uh, I, I heard Middle Tennessee. Uh, going a little bit deep. I also have them beat. I have them beating Colorado and then losing to Duke. But uh, other than Middle Tennessee and East Carolina, any other double-digit seeds that uh, anybody's got advancing out of the first round? Technically, I have Georgia over Florida State, which is a ten over a seven. I have that one yeah. as well. Yeah, barely. 
Uh, yeah, I like that. I feel like the seven ten matchup, yeah, is close. I I feel like those are almost a fifty fifty game. So I like that. I like that pick. Um, I am I am very curious because I know Logan has Stanford exiting early. Um, I'm very curious to see what we ended up doing. Who do you have in your elite eight? Your your final matchup out of this region, and then heading into um the final four. Logan, you got. You got pretty wild with this one. So go ahead and, and just lay it on us. Who do you have advancing out of this region? Yeah, like I, I mentioned, I do have Gonzaga being the one to kind of strike the death blow to Stanford. But then I think that's going to take so much out of them that Louisville is going to get the next game. And then Iowa will beat Louisville to advance to the Final Four. Mm. I like it. I like it. Iowa over Louisville. Okay, solid. Um I actually similar. I actually have Iowa advancing over Stanford uh, to the final four. So I do have the one and two going, but I've got Iowa heading to the final four. Is that because I selfishly would love to see Aaliyah Boston, Caitlin Clark, Monica Zanano, like Bria Bill, like Zaya Cook? Yeah, absolutely. I would love that game. I want to see it in person. So give it to me. So yeah, I, I've got Iowa over Stanford. Uh, Jace or Steve, what do you have? I was just saying, we've also seen Stanford, South Carolina. So, like, it was one of those. That's true. <laughs> um, I have Iowa over Stanford, and I actually have that one fairly confidently. Um, and I don't think it's just the Caitlin Clark show. The Big Ten tournament really taught me that Iowa is a squad. Like, they, yes. they have weapons, they have abilities. Obviously, we talk about Zanano, but they, they have, um, on the defensive and the offensive side, I think they have a lot to prove as far as, that piece of things. I think Stanford is as blemished as they've been while still a very good team as blemished as they've been. And I could, I easily see, you know, and I just think, you know, I think a lot of these, these brackets stories tend to play a role. Sometimes Caitlin Clark's enough of a story that I could see it happening. Um, but I don't know. I don't know if King Clark is the story of that specific matchup though. It's hard to see. Mm. Cause I just, you know, Says, yeah, I, I don't I, know. I'm really intrigued to see I'm, that Zanano uh, Brink matchup. I think that will be a really oh, 100. Yeah, because it's 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 two very very different bigs, but they're both very yeah. good. And it's you could probably even I throw just, Hannah yeah. Jump in on that as as kind of a third you know option and and what what they're going to do with Stanford there. I yeah, I, I agree. I agree, Steve. I think this is a, a, a great. I, this is. If this game ends up being the game that is happening, I think this might be the most intriguing matchup of any Elite Eight game that I have. Is this Stanford Iowa? I, I would love to see this take place. Definitely. <clears throat> um, Jason, bring it home. Who you got? Are, are are you going Iowa as well, or are you gonna are you gonna lean different uh in this region uh now that i know everyone's picks i wish i did but no my i've got stanford iowa in the eight and i've got iowa taking it to the final four. Ooh. gosh now i'm really nervous <laughs> yeah me too <laughs> i can't wait to fly to seattle or not seattle fly to dallas and see stanford in the final yeah. four i can't stanford wait. and notre dame that'll be the first game <laughs> watch out! Watch out! SLU in the first round now. <laughs> oh, oh, that's so good. That's so good. Um, all right, guys, let's 
let's head into our final region here. Seattle three. Um, I, uh, I guess I, I haven't gone first as far as where our first four, um, or our first four picks are going. So let's, let's run through this. This is the region with number one, Virginia Tech, number two, Yukon, number three, Ohio State, and number four, Tennessee. Um, those are the top four seeds there. Um, I do have one team making an early exit, uh, I guess, quote unquote, early, meaning that they're not going to make the, the sweet 16. And that is Virginia Tech. Ooh. I have the number one seed losing, but the other three seeds advancing. I have Virginia Tech dropping to South Dakota State. Um, I think rabbits, Virginia man. Tech, <laughs> I think Virginia Tech's a good team. I think Virginia Tech has some holes in their game that have not been exploited properly by some other teams. Um, and I, I'm probably, I'm probably too high on the Jackrabbits and I'll admit that, but man, if I'm going to be high on a team, the Jackrabbits are a really fun team to, to go for. And they haven't had a chance to play against, you know, like some big, big names in a long time. And man, I just think they're just so used to winning. They're going to come in with all the confidence in the world, take on USC and then upset Virginia Tech. But I've got uh, Tennessee, Ohio State and UConn all advancing. I, I, I really don't think that this UConn team is going to play like a two seed much like last year. I think that they could be uh, somebody who could make a very deep run when AZ FUD comes back onto a team. That is, uh, I mean, she's one of the most prolific and entertaining and most skilled players in the country. So AZ FUD obviously had a big sway on how I felt about UConn coming into this, um, coming into this, this tournament. So, um, but that's where I'm at. I go chalk, except for my number one seed gets upset uh, by South Dakota State. Um, let's go to Steve. Where are you at with your uh, with your top four seeds in this region? I have two early outs um, coming out of this. I have Iowa State upending Tennessee. I just really like what I saw out of Iowa State. They had a big mm-hmm. Big Twelve upset. I'm a little lukewarm on Tennessee. Um, I very, I, I had them coming out of the first round for sure, but man, my 17 and 17 Billikens. Oh, <laughs> yes. Yes. You gotta believe. You gotta believe. I didn't, I think Tennessee will win that, but still, um, <laughs> uh, but I've got Iowa State over Steve, Tennessee. Steve, yes. just so everybody is aware, Steve multiple times within the last two weeks has in all caps just typed the word Billikens to our group. <laughs> Billikens. Because how can Multiple you? times. And honestly, if you haven't tried <laughs> it, I, I would try it. I would give it a shot. <laughs> hey, It's therapeutic. <laughs> Billikens. By the Everyone's way, if you want to know what a Billikens like is, addicted. if you want to know what a Billikens is, St. Louis University doesn't know either. Check no. their website. They have no clue what it is. They just made it up. They're going with it. Um, I love it, but I've got, I've got Iowa state over Tennessee and I've got the Tar Heels over Ohio state in the second round. Okay. Um, Nice. So I like that. Um, let's go ahead with Jason. Yeah. Who do you have? uh, Tell us the story of your top four seed. Yeah. So, um, I fall in line, uh, pretty well. Uh, I've got. Uh, Virginia Tech, Tennessee, and UConn all making it to the Sweet 16. 
Uh, and I have the same thing Steve just uh, talked about. I've got Tar Heels over Ohio State. Um, I think Ohio State's a really good team, but okay. I don't know that they're a good team every night. And I, I just I saw an opportunity for the Tar Heels to take it to the 16. Okay. The solid, uh, yeah. Um, I, I, I agree. I think Ohio State is a little suspect. Um, I think they've played great at times and also have disappeared at times. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, take that Big Ten tournament final <laughs> as example A of, a, you know, making a run to the final and then just absolutely not showing Ooh. up at all in a game. So I like it. Uh, Logan, your four seed, your top four seeds and who's anybody exiting early before the Sweet 16? Yeah, there's there's an early exit. I wanted to be more saucy in this region, um, but ultimately I was out. So um, I have Iowa State over Tennessee. In this, the, uh-huh. uh, the round of 32. Uh, that's really it. I have Virginia Tech, Iowa State, and then Ohio State, UConn. Uh, this, this region's tough for me because I think there's three teams that have a massive difference in their floor and their ceiling potential. So Ohio yes. State, we've seen be like just completely bottom out and lose three or four games in a row. And we've seen them get some impressive wins. We haven't seen a like Iowa State bottom out, but I, I kind of adore the Cyclones for their ability to beat anybody on a given day. They have wins over Texas. They have wins over uh, Oklahoma. They they have some good stuff in it this year. They also have some like grisly losses that I don't like very much. So mm-hmm. it's just hard to know what to do with them. Originally, I, I really wanted to have them in my Elite Eight, but the, the road for Iowa State is miserable. I think Toledo's a really tough first-round matchup. Tennessee is a team all year long. They're they're my third team that's just got a big a big swing between how bad or how well they could play, just depending on how they show up. But Tennessee all year long is pretty much just beat who they're supposed to beat. And then I what what's glaring to me about them is their their record against the top twenty five is one and eight. Right. Which is just gross. So it really comes down to what you think of Iowa State. If you think they're a top twenty five team, which I do. I have them over Tennessee because that's just out of the Vols ability to, to handle. So anyway, that's a long okay. way of saying I have a one five and a three, two matchup. The Ohio state to the sweet 16 thing freaks me out. I don't like it one bit. I don't know why I did it. <laughs> I, I think, I think UConn actually should be glad that they are the two seed in this region because I, I think the winner of Baylor, Alabama is a pretty soft opponent. And then you either get North Carolina or Ohio State, most likely, which is another pretty soft opponent. And then you're in the Elite Eight. What a very UConn situation to fall into. (laughs) It it really is. (laughs) It really is because I think I, I think that Virginia Tech is the weakest of the one seeds. And uh, yeah, Ohio State at a three is exactly everything that Logan just said. Tennessee and Iowa State are exactly everything Logan just said. UConn has a great, great region to be in if you believe all of what Logan was just talking about. So, yeah, um, for the record, I, I do think the Hokies uh, Cyclones game, if it does happen, that matchup should be very like. Aside from, I think Utah Indiana, that's probably the matchup I'm most looking forward to if that's what ends up happening. Hmm. Um, I'm curious. Uh, before we go into our our elite eight final four predictions, uh, any double digit seeds that we have advancing, um, out of the first round here. Um, I've got, um, I, I'm, I think it's cool. You guys, a couple of you had some North Carolina love. 
I have North Carolina losing to that Purdue, um, St. <laughs> John's play in. I actually like both Purdue and St. John's. I think both of them could make some noise. So I've got them beating North Carolina, but losing to Ohio State. And I've got Alabama also beating Baylor. I think Baylor is, uh, is just fine. And Alabama isn't necessarily turning my head either, but I think they played in a little bit tougher conference in the SEC. So I think they're a little more battle tested than Baylor. But again, a 10 seven doesn't feel like I'm making a big call there. So, um, yeah, that's, that's about where I'm at. Um, Steve, how about you? What, any double digit seeds you've got? Pretty much just have Bama over Baylor. And that's mostly probably because it's easier to write Bama with a pen. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. I I like it. I was flip a coin on that matchup. Jason. Any double uh, to make up for all the Ohio people that are mad at me for for picking them out in the second round, uh, I've got Toledo making it past Iowa State in the first round. So uh, there's there's my Ohio love is giving Toledo the boost. That's that's the nice. that's the one. That's the one. I really like Toledo. I really wish I actually wish Toledo would have gotten disrespected more and that they were the 13 because I would have picked Toledo over Tennessee probably yeah. just for funsies. Mm. Um, but I don't have Toledo or St. Louis advancing as much as I as I wanted to. Those two teams would be so fun to pick, and I didn't do either. So obviously, <laughs> James Madison would be the double digit seed advancing from this region. Yes. Not a, nobody talked about honestly. That. Madison, honestly, see it, as yeah. a suspect as Ohio State has looked, why not take JMU all the way? James Madison <laughs> never had a son. Then he fought the War of eighteen twelve. James Monroe's colossal nose is bigger than Pinocchio's. Um, yet uh yeah who do we uh where are we i've lost our logan any double digit seeds that you've got uh, i've I've got south dakota state uh as my only non-chalk pick in that first round in that region um gotcha that's pretty much it okay let's talk our uh our predictions from the sweet 16 into the final four right now as i've got it i've got south dakota state uh, Tennessee and then Ohio State UConn and I've got Tennessee and UConn advancing out of that. that I would terrifying. love, I would love to have a Tennessee UConn like battle, like the heated rivalry between those two schools and they're both battling it out for an appearance in the final four. Man, like if I could write just a, a fun story that was, would be full of drama. That would get a lot of eyes. I, I'm totally in on like stories within March Madness, and I think that's a fun one. But I do have UConn advancing again. It, the return of AZ FUD is just, I, I, I'm again, I may be putting too much stock into it, but I think UConn has looked significantly better, um, with, uh, with a little bit of healing out of the injuries that they've struggled all season. So I don't think. Uh, I don't think UConn is at all an underdog. I think they are the favorite to win this bracket, and that is reflected in, or excuse me, reflect the favorite to win this region, I should say, and uh, and that's reflected in my bracket here. Steve, talk to me about your your trip to the fi- your road to the final four here. I I don't quite know what what everyone is seeing in this like one week to the next resurgence for UConn. I mean, obviously they won their their tournament handily. I think adding AZ FUD in full strength obviously makes them a great team, but I don't fully see it. That said, I do have them uh, up to the Elite Eight because I don't necessarily see the Tar Heels completely right. shocking the world. Um, 
I have Virginia Tech over UConn, um, and I have VT making it to this Final Four and kind of being the the darling of this Final Four crew. And a lot of it is because I've watched this team win a lot of fun games this year. But I'm not going to yes. lie. If I gave this bump to Portland and I gave <laughs> this bump to, almost to East Carolina, damn it, Virginia Tech has the best uniforms in basketball right now. <laughs> Not really not do. college basketball in basketball. They are gorgeous. <laughs> and if you think I'm being stupid, making using that as fuel for picks, there are people whose dogs are currently picking their brackets. So I'm allowed to do this one time <laughs> for a big, big shot. And I'm putting the Hokies <laughs> with that beautiful script and that orange on that dark red, which shouldn't work, shouldn't like scientifically work, but it does. And and I'm putting them in there and not just because of their look. I also just think they're a really good team. I think they play very concise and I think they'll have the horses to upend a Yukon team that may not have their squad as intact and enough to make this deep of a run. I think if there obviously was ever a year you could bump them. It would be a year like this. Um, and I've generally picked Yukon in the final four for the last several years. So, I might as well make it the first time. Love it. Jason, talk to me about your road to the final four. Here. Uh, so I believe Kyle, my, my elite eight game is the, the same as yours, Tennessee, UConn. Uh, and my conclusion is the same. So I have Tennessee beating Virginia tech. I have UConn beating UNC in the sweet 16. And then I have UConn beating Tennessee in the elite eight to go on to the final four. Nice. Okay. So we've got a, we got a hokey. We got two UConn's. Logan, it's coming down to you. Let's take a look at Logan's trip to the Final Four out of the Seattle Three region. Uh, I, I'm trying to be confident in this. Um, I have Virginia Tech beating Iowa State, and I have UConn beating Ohio State, and then UConn over the Hokies uh, to get to the Final Four. Uh, the reason that I, I am scared is because I've kind of unintentionally put the four teams that I believe are the four best teams in women's college basketball in my final four. And that's never how it works. That is never, ever how it works. <laughs> Logan, I, th- I believe you and I have the same exact <laughs> final four. And it's not just single elimination tournament. <laughs> something's going to go wrong. That's never how it works. But I, yeah, just, I kind of accidentally did that. So <laughs> wait, did, do three of us have the same final four? I think Jason, Jason, what's your final uh, four? South Carolina, Iowa, Indiana, Yukon. That's, that's mine and that's yours as that well, is right? Mine as well. <laughs> right, Logan? Oh, this is, that is stupid. Not good. <laughs> Y'all can suck it. That is not good. <laughs> that's not good. We've got three of us with the I, you same know, final I four. With Indiana. I should have put Utah through. You, they, they score a hundred points a game. I should have, yeah, it's too late now, but. Someone else should. <laughs> I can't do it. If Jason doesn't get to pick them, neither do you. That's right. Kinda, yeah. I was going to say, Steve, I got a lot of respect for you because you, you, uh, you, you varied it up apparently from where the other three of us went with this. You'd think that we had filled this out together, but yeah, our, that's wild that three of us I, have the same final four. I hate the Seattle three region because there's not a single pick that if I put them in the final four, I'd feel good about. Mm-hmm. I, I, I felt I didn't the exact feel comfortable same way with a single one. I went up and down like the up to like six and went like, Oh, let's toss them in the fun. And it just didn't feel real. Yeah. And that's why yeah. like putting VT in there 
is just like it, it it's just because I just don't feel it with the Yukon yeah. this year. I don't know how mm-hmm. to explain it other than like I don't feel it, but when you do the matchups, I see how people end up with having them back in the Final Four. It just it's just a weird set. It's it's crazy that Stanford isn't more prevalent in our collective Final Four. Um, because we've seen them there before, and they're a one seed. They're really good. What's even crazier is I think if you showed us all this bracket at the beginning of the year, we'd all be looking at the three seeds. Like, I like Ohio State. I like Notre Dame. <laughs> I like LSU. Maybe, I don't know. Like, Duke even. We haven't really talked about it at all. And we just don't have... We, I don't think any of us are really giving the three seeds much of a nod against the the top eight teams. Yeah, I think other than LSU advancing, right? I think yeah. Steve has them out of the one region. But other than that, yeah, not even a single sniff into, uh, yeah, not really, not much into even the Elite Eight out, uh, uh, for, from us yeah, across I've, the board. I think those three seats. Got- Again, Notre Dame, I think is understandable that we would not be hot on Notre Dame. I think Ohio State's understandable we're not hot on Ohio State. But I think that Duke and LSU, I, Maybe I'm not. I don't. I think this. I might be disrespecting those I, two. I have Colorado bit. making a little bit of a run, but a Duke, like one of the best defenses in the country, matchup against Iowa's super hot offense. That's kind of what I have projected <laughs> with Colorado. But like that's that's a very interesting game that I, I'm sure a lot of people do have because they probably win a little yeah. more chalk. So that's exactly what I have. And Duke's uh, Iowa's what? What are they? They're they're like a top five points per game. They they got to be up there. Um, and Duke is number two in defensive points per game. So that would be an interesting matchup. Um, anyway, well, there you have it, everybody. Those are our picks. Uh, let's talk final four really quick before we head out. Um, I, I hope you all enjoyed this episode as, as we're going through and, uh, I love talking brackets. We love talking predictions and we can't wait to all of you to absolutely flame us on Twitter when we, when our, our picks It'll be fine. just blow up in our face really It'll quick. It'll be fine. Um, let's go, uh, let's go through our, our final four international championship. So you've heard all of our final fours. I want to hear who everybody has making the, the title game and who you have predicted as your national champion coming out of Dallas on April 2nd. Um, so, uh, let's go ahead and get right back to our, our original starting point. I believe that was Steve. Steve, uh, you've got, I think, the most interesting final four of the, of the four of us. So who do you have matching up in your national title game? Um, and who do you have emerging as your, as your winner here? Um, I think I have Noble Good over Chaotic Evil. I've got South Carolina over LSU in the final. Ooh, um, I would be so down for I, that game. I think, um, and it's a lot of narrative in my head. I like the idea of South Carolina being able to say, who are some of the main stars that have run their way through this bracket? Hand me Caitlin Clark. Let's put that down. Hand me, hand me Angel Reese. Let's put that down. And, and also LSU trying to get a redemption opportunity is interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but also just there is something satisfying. Uh, about Don Staley over Kim Mulkey as well. Um, <laughs> I don't think, listen, if you're an LSU fan, you're just not going to want to listen to me and I'm putting you in the final. And that's, what's weird about it. But like, I, so that's kind of where I see it. I don't like it. Like it, I like South Carolina, 
but I don't necessarily like, I wish I was more fun, but that's where I'm seeing it. Okay. I, I think that would be a really really depressing. No, no, no. I was going to say, I think that's a really fun narrative that redemption opportunity for LSU and and I do like your call out there that South Carolina would have then an opportunity to overcome uh, some of the bigger name stars in this entire field. So I think it's a I, I think that would be a, a fun uh, title game. Mm-hmm. Um, Jason, let's go to you. Who do you have in your uh, emerging out of your final four? Who do you have in the in the title and who's your okay, champion? Okay, so uh, South Carolina Iowa. I think it's going to be a really good game. Uh, I'm excited to watch that one if it does come to fruition. Uh, but I do have South Carolina pulling out of that one in what I think is actually going to be a, a close and a very interesting and exciting game. Um, on the other side of the bracket, and I, I said this actually in our last episode for the listeners who, who caught both episodes. Uh, I genuinely believe that the two people or the two teams that had to be one seeds were South Carolina and Indiana. Um, and so I, I stuck with that. So I've got Indiana beating UConn. I would say fairly comfortably. I think Indiana is, is a, a good notch above UConn there. Uh, and in the words of coach Dale, welcome to Indiana basketball. I'm going with the Hoosiers to win it all. Uh, Attaboy. Yeah, okay. let's, uh, Good for you. let's do it. Oh man. Which means that Indiana definitely is going to win because <laughs> <laughs> Jason, Jason's been so well, good and, in brackets and lately to, to, to pull the curtain back. So one of the things, cause the last two years I've been very close to the top of our, our, our group pool, but I haven't quite been able to, to be mm-hmm. on top. And part of the reason is because when you get to the end there, everyone has like the same team as the top team. And so the opportunity to win essentially goes away because, you know, it, yeah. do- it doesn't matter how it f- shakes out. There's not really a chance to jump. And so in my mind, it's like, hey, if I can get back into that top five, you know, this at least gives me the chance to jump because I bet you I'm there with four other people who all pick South Carolina. So this is a little bit of strategy in, in terms of bracket. Uh, but also, uh, as, as longtime listeners of the show know, Kyle and I have an affinity for the Hoosiers, and so uh, it also just feels good to pick them. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. I like it, Jason. Uh, Logan, give me your title. Um, I really like Jason's thinking there. Um, typically, when there is a team that just looks utterly dominant in the men's or women's bracket, I pick against them in the final or in the final four just to make sure that my bracket is different from other people's. Um, and I've very proudly picked against like some of the oh, there's no way they're going to lose type teams. I, I didn't have it in me this year. Um, I have South Carolina over Iowa in the Final Four. Uh, and I have Indiana beating UConn almost purely because that was the pick that I got harassed for last year. Um, and so I have <laughs> it again this year in the Final Four. Um, and I, I don't know if it'll be as comfortable as Jason uh, said, but I do think UConn will be glad to step aside and let Indiana have the honor of getting waxed in the championship game by <laughs> South Carolina. All right. So you've got South Carolina over I, Indiana. I think this South Carolina team is one of the best we will ever see. Um, and I Logan. almost out of respect for that. I feel like I had to just, just commit <laughs> even if it's what yeah, everybody's going to have. I feel you. I think Logan and I have spent too much time talking college hoops this year. <laughs> we have the exact same final four. And the exact same title game. I also <laughs> have South Carolina over Indiana. Man, it would be dope if like our like just all craziness and it ends up being like you know 
I hope Maryland, I hope Maryland, Maryland and Stanford on that side of the bracket instead of South Carolina, Iowa. I hope West Virginia <laughs> knocks Arizona out Thursday morning, <laughs> and the rest of your bracket is just like, well, I can't, I can't get ahead of Logan now because Arizona <laughs> let me down. I would really enjoy that. Oh, that would be uh, I, likely to I'll happen. I'll put it this way: I sincerely want my bracket blown up. Like I, like Absolutely. yes, I'm okay with Absolutely. that over LSU. South Carolina over LSU, just, just, I feel like that, um, that slack jawed bumblehead hick country singer on TikTok who has that like roll tide go vols SEC song. I <sighs> SEC final and South Carolina LSU and blow it up. Uh, yeah, blow I'll tell my you, bracket. I'll tell up. you right now who like, should be excited. Hawaii, after. Go Warriors! Like, 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 blow my bracket up! Now, after this episode, the following fans need to be celebrating: Michigan, Texas, Tennessee, Creighton, UCLA, Oklahoma. Basically, everybody in South Carolina's region. (laughs) Notre Dame. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All those. All of you should be stoked. So, like, um, Norfolk uh, State, Ohio State, like, make history. Um, I, I love this. It was a lot of fun. I didn't realize, uh, generally speaking, just so everybody's clear, generally speaking, when we do things like brackets and we do things like predictions, we do honestly, um, it, hardly anything. We rarely have this much agreement. This is, this is maybe, uh, this is maybe a, a first for our show. I think there's a, oftentimes that we have a lot more disagreements. I will say that it, is a little bit par for the course that Steve and I have a difference uh, of opinion. I knew he and I would end up on other sides, <laughs> but it is interesting that even with Steve's slight differences overall, there's so many similarities in, uh, in a lot of our brackets this year. So with that in mind, we hope you all enjoyed this episode. I know we went pretty long here, but we hope you have as much fun filling out your bracket as we have had with ours. Now you're hearing our brackets pretty much right before these games are getting started. Um, so now you can, uh, you can judge us and, uh, go ahead and join our bracket pool. If it's not too late, WNBA nation on ESPN women's tournament challenge, go ahead and, and hop in there. And, uh, we're excited. We hope to see the largest amount of participation that we've ever had in that bracket pool. So invite your friends, uh, you know, send out Twitter, every, you know, tweets or whatever you want to, you want to do. Share it with anybody else that you think, uh, enjoys women's basketball and let's have a good March. Guys, it's here. The March Madness tournament is here and I'm excited. I can't wait to, uh, our group chat is, uh, my phone battery is absolutely going to be sh- shredded <laughs> over the next several weeks because of all the notifications flying in from you three and I can't be happier about it. So, um, thanks for listening, everybody for WNBA nation. I'm Kyle Haywood. I'm Steve space nation. <laughs> I'm Jason snow and I'm Logan Joe. And we got you next time. <laughs>